Hey everyone, welcome to the Voices in Japan podcast. On today's show, we talk about the unique outlook that the Japanese have on dating. So, what are some things to expect when dating a Japanese person and how can you avoid conflict? Some of the things we talk about today are the amount of messaging、uh, to do with a Japanese person, frequency of dates, preferring couple time over group gatherings, meeting the parents, and much, much more. All right, on with the show. In the whole time I've been here, I've probably met maybe two or three, three women that have dated or married to Japanese men. Yeah, you didn't,、uh, weren't、uh, in that、uh, conversation, that chat with,、um, with Jane、uh, Nakata, but she, like, her whole network is all just women who have been in Japan for a long time and who have、uh, Japanese husbands. I think most of them. So it was like, it's pretty, that was one interesting thing, like, talking to her, like, You know, she's very much、uh, part of that community and they're all pretty supportive of each other. And,、uh, so, you, I don't know, I kind of have this image like there's just like a few foreigners here and there, um, females that are married to Japanese men and they're just kind of like living life. But there's like a whole network of them that are, you know, all about, uh, I guess trying to support each other's,、uh, interests and what's going on in their life in Japan and stuff. So that was pretty interesting. But yeah, we're obviously just going to give our, Uh, impression based on dating Japanese girls. And the other thing is, like, I don't think either of us has really been in the dating pool for a f- few years. So, yeah, I, th- I think things have changed a lot, you know, of all the、uh, social, social networking systems and or, or social media. And they have all these new dating apps as well, which, you know, are kind of a bit too advanced for my time. I think when I was definitely in the game, there was none, none of that stuff going around. So I think things have changed a lot in terms of how people meet, especially. <laughs> Yeah, but we're, I mean, we're not that old. Like, people are, you know, like, we usually lying well, on Facebook and,、uh, yeah, well, you're not. Well, that's the thing. I was like, we're going to do this topic, and I, I'm just hoping it doesn't come across like two old guys. Like, <laughs> but, but both of us, like, got married pretty late, though, right? Yeah.、So. Yeah. Well, I, and also, I think, you know, Japan is a bit slower <clears throat> in terms of the, the date and tech compared to our home countries. You know, like back in England, people have been using dating apps for a, probably at least, I want to say, six or seven years. I'm not 100% sure, but like I've been hearing of like friends who met their signif- significant others on, you know, like places like Tinder and stuff like that back at home.、Mm. Whereas in Japan, you don't really hear it that often. And to, but apart from the last kind of year or so, I've been. 
um you know getting stories of my friends or people i know like using them more more frequently and even japanese people have you know there's their own version of tinder here or versions that they use um so yeah i think and because of the the pandemic no one's really going out so they're meeting on these apps and then meeting privately wherever they they can so yeah i think uh there's been a bit of a uh, uh definitely a, a boom in in the use of these programs yeah this article itself uh was yeah i mean in the beginning it said something that was pretty surprising and interesting it said uh in truth, dating someone from Japan is not all sweet and romantic, according to an online sur- online survey. The divorce rate for international marriages in Japan is a staggering seventy percent. Whoa, that high! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it didn't uh, it didn't reference which online survey it's talking about, but that's high, man. Um, I can say it happens though. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of I've heard of quite a few divorces, um, international marriage divorces, but. I wouldn't say it was, you know, in, in my, I guess, circle of people I know, my acquaintances, I wouldn't say it was 70%, but it's, uh, I don't know, yeah, not, yeah, definitely not 70%. I was yeah. thinking like, you know, less than 50. Yeah, maybe much, uh, a little better in Sapporo or something. Mm, <clears throat> yeah, I guess it depends uh, where you're from, maybe. Maybe Tokyo, it could be higher, just because there's more chance of meeting other people. Yeah, that's like a big city, too. I, I would imagine, like, big city... Marriages tend to <laughs> have as long as a life depends. Depends how <laughs> much you go out, maybe, or how uh, how sociable you are. Maybe that would increase the the numbers. Yeah. This article basically like talked about a few of the uh, characteristics of dating in Japanese culture. All right. So let's uh, let's start at the beginning then. So the the first one is a uh, infrequent contact. A Japanese agency questioned or interviewed some Japanese adults uh, asking them what is the ideal contact frequency with your beloved via line, which is like WhatsApp. And uh, f- around about 50% of men and women answered every day. Were you well, f- were you like that when you were back in the dating game back? Were you like messaging your potential partner or early on in the game like every day can we can we meet up today what time are you coming over yeah why aren't you like, here yet like every where, day where are you what are you, where are you? where are you <laughs> <laughs> um man first yeah like that's a so that's the thing like some of the explanations in here kind of seem like i don't know it'd be kind of strange in any culture but i think every every day is a little uh, excessive i would think but the other thing well, is, uh, what about you? Well, what were you like? Um, I mean, now it's obviously different because when you're married, things change. But when you were dating, say the early stages, mm. how often were you going back and forth with your significant other? Ah, uh, yeah, I think it probably sends some kind of message every day. Uh, I, I mean, I think maybe there'd be like a day where uh, I didn't communicate and stuff. But I mean, I don't know. How about you? I don't think every day is strange, is it? Um, well, I I have a couple of friends that they message their <clears throat> partners every day, like more more than once a day. You know, a few times a day, like if they're having lunch or something, they're like, oh, "How how are you doing? What are you up to today?" Um, That's not and, in like the early part of the relationship. You're talking about? No, like no. This this is yeah. This is like you know when they're seriously been together for a few years. Um, some of them even married, and they and they still do that now. At the beginning of my 
dating time in Japan, I guess, didn't have a smartphone. So I was using the old Galake. And it's different, I think. Once we switched to smartphones, I think the frequency increased of messaging just because you're using your phone more as a, you know, if you had an iPhone or something. But when I was using the old Galake, the flip phone, I was probably messaging, yeah, two to three times a week, like at the, at the start of a relationship. You know, you didn't want to seem too desperate. So I think sending the message, wait a couple of days,、uh, and then, you know, send something back. Because you don't want to be sending every day when you're just trying to, trying to get to know someone, right? You don't want to be, you know, giving that needy vibe. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking anyway. Maybe I was making a mistake there. Who knows? No, I'd agree with that. But I mean, especially if it's in like the first, A month or so of dating, or first couple of weeks, or whatever, like you definitely don't want to come across as needy. But、uh, I would say, like, after your maybe official and、uh, then maybe a little bit more often than that, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> once, you, once you've had the confession stage, like, <laughs> Kakuhoku, kind of feel like you'd be、uh, my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs>、um, I think at that point, just to show that it's a healthy relationship, maybe you're communicating more often.、Uh, so, up to every day. But the thing about this article is like, what do you think about the reasoning they included in here? So, Japanese are known to be very serious about work. They refrain from checking their phone during work hours, let alone waiting for messages or replying immediately at any given time. Moreover, to show respect at after work social gatherings, they tend not to read nor reply to messages. When they see one,、mm, I, I kind of、um, agree with the last part where, you know, during social gatherings, they tend not to read or reply or check their messages when, when there's people around anyway.、Um, but do, but people think, do, do people do that overseas? That's kind of what I, when I was reading, I was like, maybe I just don't know what it's like. I dude, mean, I, I see it all the time, man, all the time. Like, well, ev- even I've, I've experienced it before when I've, I've hung out with friends. Um, and they just like start getting their phone out and just ch- start checking their messages or, you know, I don't know, checking the news, whatever, you know, whilst I'm having a conversation with them. And <laughs> I, want- <laughs> I wanted to say something, you know, because you know, it's very rude, right, when someone does that. But I've experienced that quite a lot. Maybe it's because I'm, I don't know, I'm not an interesting person or something. <laughs> Maybe that's their way of telling me to shut up. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, ju- I guess I just don't even know what it's like overseas. Or- Uh, anymore, I guess if everyone's just like sitting around, everyone is just sitting on their phone, but that happens here too sometimes, you know. But I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, people checking their phone during conversation with you, that is pretty rude. Um, I don't know if people here are doing or not checking their phone so much because they're super serious about work. I mean, I think like at work, I mean, I had a company where like people kind of weren't supposed to check their phones, nobody really did. Um, but I don't know if it's because they're like, I mean, this is kind of like saying, like, man, they're just so serious about work that they aren't interested in checking their phone. But I guess what it's saying is more like、uh, they're trying to be polite to the people who are in their company. Yeah. Being more respectful to the people that they're with at the, at the time. What about this thing that says, like, nobody in Japan has, like,、uh, uh, face, like FaceTimes? FaceTimes? Yeah. Oh, you mean using FaceTime? Yeah, like,、uh, yeah, like people in the app, the app FaceTime. Well, just like having a face to face call online. Oh, you know, right. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've never really got that because I know everyone does that now, right? Like back at home. 
I don't know. I guess they do. I didn't. I mean, I, I guess I knew I, that, but I kind of didn't know that. But yeah, yeah you don't I, see I, I went back um, a couple of years ago. I think 2018 during the summer, and yeah, everyone was FaceTiming when they were calling each other, and I didn't understand to the point of that. Even if it was like just a short call, they would rather do that than send messages. Like mm. using WhatsApp, they would just use FaceTime instead. Like literally, like FaceTime each other, say, "Hey, I'm coming around now." And yeah, I, up. Um, you know, I guess it's pretty accurate. I mean, I people I don't really see people doing face to face calls in Japan, but I didn't really know that everybody was doing that so much back home. I guess they are though, if I think about it. But they're not doing it here at all. No, I don't, no. I don't think I've ever seen anyone use FaceTime. No, but this kind of talked about extremes. Like people won't even even in emergency, they'll like text first to see if the person can call. Mm. I guess, actually, I guess I kind of do do that sometimes, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I've, I've you've done that to me, and I think I've done that to you, and um, yeah, people do that to me all the time. You, you're right to you know speak on the phone now, and sometimes when people call me, I'm a little bit taken aback. You know, I always always think, oh, this must be a really serious kind of emergency phone call if they're just calling me out of the blue, because most times people send messages, uh, you know, or emails. But yeah, f- for someone to just call out the blue is quite rare. Mm. But then there's some people that just like to, or prefer to actually speak on the phone rather than texting because it takes longer, I guess. And you know, obviously, a lot of the time you lose the the real intention or the, the the general feeling of the the speaker's tone by by messaging. Mm. So overall, then you would say this accurate or this article is pretty accurate and frequent infrequent contact is yeah i would say so yeah regular in japan yeah well i don't know it kind of starts to paint a bit of a cold picture for dating in japan but in a sense i guess it might be true Mm, yeah Yeah. and and another part of this was um saying that personal space is highly valued so they'd rather not engage in a phone conversations and video calls why do you want to look at my face? Come on, respect my yeah, privacy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, it adds pressure as well. Like, if you want to, you know, you got to make sure your hair's done, the wig's put, on. Just put on a mask these days. <laughs> yeah. Number two, very few dates. Apart from relatively low contact frequency, Japanese people are also less fond of going on dates. Part of the reason is high transportation costs for couples living far apart in different cities. Yeah, that sounds pretty true and obvious. But even those living in the same town seldom meet every day. It is the norm to meet once or twice a week, unless they are schoolmates or colleagues at work, of course. What do you say? Hmm, very few dates. I mean, what is what does that mean, few dates, though? Like, like once or twice a week? I don't know. I mean, first of all, this thing said, uh, yeah, very seldom meet every day. But I th- isn't that, I mean, when I was in university or college back in the U.S., I was definitely probably seeing my girlfriend every day sometimes. But I don't know how many, like, relationships since, you know, I kind of became shakaijin. Mm, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I when, once you're, when, you're sh- when you're students, is different, right? Because you're, what, you're, like, in dormitory, in dorms kind of quite close together uh lots of free time just having yeah. fun so it's different but yeah once you have a have a working life and you're an adult then uh yeah here it says the norm is to meet once or twice a week which did you have 
in my experience in Japan, I remember for for me twice a week is quite normal as an adult. But like I remember some of the girls I was or I, I had relations with before, they said once a week was <laughs> sufficient. <laughs> You've already had your once one time this week, Ben. Well, what, you want to see me again? <laughs> so yeah, take a um, picture, geez. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then I had met uh, some people, uh, especially <coughs> Japanese people, that wouldn't see their boyfriends for for months um, if they lived in different towns or different cities, or even it, even sometimes in the same city. And you're like, is this? Is, are you sure you're in a relationship? Right. right exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I think that is quite accurate—the low contact frequency. I don't know about you, like when you were, you know, in in the game, were you seeing your significant other like more than more than once a week or more than twice a week? Uh, because, you know, well, for me, to be it was kind of like I would, but it, you know, I kind of juggle around which one I would see each day. <laughs> out, of, out of the five, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I did not ever see anybody uh, every day, and I thought it was just because again, both of us were working, so it'd be like, again, meet on the weekends unless I had plans to go out with friends on the week that weekend or whatever, mm. and then maybe once a week. Yeah, so I mean, so one of the oh, things so you're saying twice a week, <clears throat> so like once in the weekend, and then maybe a, a weekday. Yeah, or it'd be like spend the weekend together, so all the way through Sunday night, you know. But the, mm. the, one of the things is like, again, some of them were still living at home, even though they were in their late 20s, even early 30s sometimes, you know, just because it was more common in Japanese culture, I think, for people to stay living at home for a while longer. But people are doing that back overseas now, <clears throat> especially with student debt and everything, so... But yeah, because of that, it was just like, um, I mean, I don't know, maybe their parents wanted them out of the house quite a bit, mm. actually. But um, yeah, so it's just usually on the weekends or once. Uh, I mean, did you ever have a girl say she wanted to see you every day? Uh, no, no, never. <laughs> I guess it was very popular. <laughs> did you, I mean, did you feel offended like by that? You feel well, like, I, oh, well, I didn't ask to see them every day, so no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did feel a bit offended when you know I said I wanted to see them twice a week because I, I did have we had a conversation with a, with a couple of girls that, uh, that I was seeing and they were like oh, how, so how often do you expect to see each other and um, and I'd say that oh you know maybe once twice a week and they were they were a little bit surprised they're like oh, that's a bit much isn't it <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay well I mean, how, how often you want to see me then. <laughs> Once a month. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, again, though, if they got used to that, like only seeing their Japanese boyfriend like once every three months, they might be like, Wrong. "Whoa, yeah. this uh, Western style is uh, pretty heavy." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's serious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but this does kind of talk about you know they put a lot of uh, work into meeting when they do, so they don't always want to have to go through all that work to keep meeting very often. You mean like? Like getting like really dressed up and putting a lot of effort into organizing the date. Yeah, or when they're yeah. together, like being the best version of themselves. You know. Yeah, it could be could be quite stressful at times. Yeah, especially yeah. when you've got a lot of makeup to put on. <laughs> yeah. For us, it's probably not so uh, not so difficult. Exactly, to roll out of bed. <laughs> yeah. So this one, very few dates. You'd say also say this one is pretty accurate. Yeah, I'd say pretty accurate. <clears throat> pretty accurate. I guess so, yeah. 
How about so the, the next, next one? one we got? It's not customary to see each other home. Picking this up one. your other half to and from work, waiting for them right downstairs before a date, seeing them home afterwards. These are common sights, yet not necessarily so in Japan. Hmm. Did you? Yeah, have- yeah, I guess so. I mean, back at home, that that's common, right? Like you'd meet uh, or you'd go pick up your date from their house, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, well, well, that's- yeah, well in America, you, you'll drive cars and stuff, right? So you kind of have to do that in a way. Unless yeah. you want to take two cars somewhere. Yeah, I mean, like in Sapporo, and this kind of says this in here, like in Japan, a lot of people meet up at a mutual location at a station near the restaurant, for example, or whatever. Mm. But I kind of just thought that was like part of living in a big city. Right, yeah. But I, I remember like, you know, when I first uh, started seeing someone, I would never know where they lived for at least four or five dates. You know, we wouldn't, yeah. you know, she wouldn't, go to my place or I wouldn't go to hers and that wouldn't even start to come into the picture until yeah four or five times so we'd always meet at uh, a convenient place like yeah downtown in Sapporo or Dori uh, Daimaru the, the giant donut was a popular meeting spot where a lot of people meet now even yeah or even if you share a taxi to go home they kind of uh you know, get Drop off, off the, of the combini. Yeah, <laughs> local location. I just thought that was because you know I was a, you know, foreigner and I was kind of like you know, shady dude. Well, also, yeah, you don't you don't want to give that impression that you know you could end up being a stalker as well, right? Because you know, like if you kind of force yourself onto them, like oh, you know, show me where you live. That that could be quite intimidating for for some people. I mean, even me, man, I I, I wouldn't want to show a stranger where I lived on the first date. It was it was also sometimes, though, I mean, this is what they kind of talk about in here, like you never really um, see a girl all the way to their home, let them walk home alone at night. Like, that was always difficult to do. So even, like, uh, letting them get out of a taxi cab, not necessarily at their house, you might kind of feel like, well, are you really safe to, like, walk home? But, uh, mm. again, it's just uh, pretty normal. Like, I had one girlfriend who I used to always, you know, make sure I walked her all the way um, from my apartment to the a subway station that she would then take all the way back to her parents' house. Um, but then when she got to, like, the station at her parents' house place, you know, she'd walk home in the dark for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was cool about it, right? Because it seems that everyone is feels safe doing yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, like, her dad would sometimes come pick her up from the station. But again, yeah, like, a lot of girls would just be like, no, no, it's fine, you don't need to walk me home. And you're like, you know, are you, is it, are you safe or not, you know? worry about it as a foreigner but it's pretty normal in japan right yeah well i I remember even you know one time i um i walked this one girl to just to the subway station you know we like went went out to dinner uh went to a bar and the subway station was only like you know 15 minutes away and when i walked to that when i offered to walk her there she was oh no you don't have to do that you know there's there's no problem but because I was kind of new in Japan, I was like, no, I, you know, I think I should. So I walked all the way to the subway station and then uh, and she just thought it was like the sweetest thing like ever, anyone's ever done for her. And, I, you know, I was like, it's, it's, I guess it's not normal to do that. In, in uh, Well, I guess it's a big city, so it's probably not so normal. Points for Ben. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, never, never saw her again after that. <laughs> so maybe, maybe she thought I was stalkery or something. Yeah, this freak is walking me all the way back to the station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but Japan obviously is a safe country, so a lot of people don't uh, feel like they need to. I, I mean, I don't know if I've ever met a girl who felt like she needed to be walked home. You know? 
yeah I've, I've kind of stopped doing that now too well i mean i don't do it anymore anyway but like i after living here a while i stopped walking girls back to the subway station even just because of that experience and you know the the safetyness of of japan uh yeah i think you kind of get used to how safe it is here and then stop walking girls home so yeah i kind of agree with this one too yeah, uh, so that's uh, what three out of three so far that uh, we agree with this article. Mm. Preferring couple time over large group gatherings. <coughs> this was quite an interesting one. While your Japanese partner might introduce their friends to you, hanging out together is another story, and double dating is uncommon. Because Japanese people are extremely wary of others' opinions, I kind of I quite agree with this one actually. Like, I I don't think I've ever really been on a double date.、Uh, may, maybe once in Japan, I think, but it's definitely not a common thing to do. And also, I find that yeah, Japanese people don't really want to introduce their friends to you so much. Yeah. And it can feel a little bit like, what am I not good enough? But I think this、exactly. article explains it pretty、uh, accurately. That they're just a little bit worried, like how well everyone will adjust to the situation, including you and the friends. And if things don't go well, then it's just like an uncomfortable night that carries on.、Mm. So I'd say most of my relationships, like I didn't always. I think like every now and then I would meet their best friend or some of their friends, but. <clears throat> It、definitely wasn't like, hey, welcome to this new、uh, circle of friends and stuff.、Uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of this.、Uh, your friends are my friends, as they describe here in the article. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's a definitely a big difference. Like, I yeah, I think <clears throat> I didn't hardly meet any of my, you know, my past girlfriends' friends. I think there was like maybe one or two where some of the、uh, some of them we we'd hang out with now and then. Um, and then they they would bring their boyfriends too, which was really rare. So to have not just to meet their friends, but to meet their friends' partners, and then all try to get along, because then that's 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 a different kind of kettle of fish. We tried to, I mean, we've been we've tried a lot、uh, for me to like hang out with my wife's friends and stuff,、uh, even before we got married. But the other thing is too, like, there's just an age gap between us, like. Nine years, you know. So, and plus, they've all been friends for such a long time. So, sometimes whenever I'm I'm around, it's just like, oh, Grandpa Burke is here again. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just like go to the other room and and then hang out by yourself or something. Yeah, you kiddies have a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll、uh, I'll I'll head on out. I'm just gonna go and、uh, meet with Ben. Yeah, it's、yeah, always、exactly. a good excuse to to leave the house as well. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, but she does have some pretty attractive friends, so it's always good to hang around. Sometimes, yeah, you, should invite, you should invite me around for those times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she knows.、Uh, she knows I have a crush on some of her friends, you know. So just like I'm sure she does some of mine. So, do you, but do you ever meet their their partners, like the guys? Yeah, we've done that on a few occasions, and、yeah. sometimes it's gone pretty well. Sometimes it's just like、oh, we still got another two hours left. <laughs> <Yeah> . So <laughs> even this one. Preferring couple time over large group gatherings. Wow, four、agreed. for four. Yeah,、yep. agreed. Number five, public display of affection is embarrassing. This one's kind of well known about Japan, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. This one's a bit of a stereotype, but it's kind kind of true, but maybe not 
for uh, for young couples. I see a lot more, you know, high school kids not making out as such, but a lot more kind of touchy feely in in public. Yeah, like I can't really remember. I mean, like in the U.S., like people obviously hold hands and stuff, and obviously there's some people kissing here and there. But <clears throat> like whenever you go to Europe. And you go to like Italy or a place like Spain where like affection is like, or France even, obviously, where affection is just like out there. You kind of get taken aback a little bit. But I don't after know if being it's. being in, in Japan too long, you mean? Yeah, I don't know if yeah. it's uh, even after. I mean, it's especially accentuated by being in Japan too long, but I think even like as an American, sometimes it's like not to that level as it is in some uh, European countries. So. Yeah. But even like, you know, older couples and stuff are just like start like making out like in the park (laughs) actually yeah i saw i saw a couple of some some old some old couples in england actually you know making out in the park and it was a bit bit gross i don't really want to see that (laughs) i don't really want to see anyone making out really but um yeah i guess they feel a lot more freer in those places than than japan but the reason is like you know privacy uh japanese are a lot more private with, with stuff like that and yeah a lot of couples don't even don't even hold hands which is uh uh kind of a little bit disappointing compared to our countries you see you know couples holding hands all the time but yeah not so much yeah i think this article was kind of pretty accurate when it was describing like the importance of manners not troubling others is instilled in japanese people from a young age and so public display of affection is considered distasteful i mean if you think even if the other people aren't really being offended by it, if you think they're going to be offended by it, you might resist doing that. And I think uh, just like this says, Japanese people like in public situations usually are pretty kind of considerate of how it may affect everyone else, what they do in the group situation, you know, so. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whereas it seems like, I don't know, when you're in love, but a lot of people just don't think about anything else when they're, you know, in that passionate position but the japanese can seem to be able to split the passion and the you know logic and privacy separately so yeah they have three different emotions that they can control quite well Mm. it's a public display of affection (laughs) (laughs) i'm just raised in that culture man (laughs) i mean to be honest i'm I'm, i don't have do too much pda no I, i actually don't like it i don't like it at all yeah so but yeah I guess it depends who you are, but I think uh, generalizing is definitely less common in uh, in Japan to see PDA. But yeah, I don't like it. I'm not a not one of those people. Yeah, you see people, two people holding hands. You're like, ew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even when my wife tries to hold my hand, I'm like, don't hold my hand. <laughs> yeah. Stop that, man. People yeah. are offended by people this. People watching. Going, God, jeez. <laughs> so this one again. Yeah, this one's agreed. Yeah, agreed. Um, next one, caring a lot about body hair. Yeah, no, I don't see how this kind of relates to dating so much, though. I think this is more of a generalization in, you know, Japan life rather than dating life. So it's not like, oh, once you start dating, you start caring about your body hair. I think people just care about it all the time, don't they? Yeah. Especially the women, anyway. I mean, they're always, yeah. The, the full body hair removal campaigns everywhere but there's even that stuff for men now not sure not not sure if it's full body hair removal but there's a lot of uh beard uh permanent removal campaigns the the yeah. laser treatment 
Yeah, there was this article that used to be in the subway, and it was like this guy who was like kind of starting to grow a beard or something, and then basically it was like, you know, why would you want this? You could have like a very clean face, and there was like two different photos, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why is anyone want to do that, like completely remove their beard hair. I guess that you know if they're if uh, they're like a full time salary man and they have to shave every day then that could be understandable. But you want to have that option at least of, you know, growing some kind of facial hair, maybe a mustache now and then if you're on holiday. Yeah, I don't know. Is it like, uh, I mean, obviously the big reason, just like you said, for work sometimes it can be burdensome. But like, I mean, is it you also... Shave, you just, shave every day, right? Are you uh, an everyday shaver? Uh, Like at the company I worked at where we weren't allowed to have facial hair by the unspoken rule, I shaved every day. But now... Especially since Corona started, like the current company doesn't really care. So I sometimes even grow out my beard and stuff. And uh, even if I do shave every day now, it's not like full shave. <laughs> it's just like uh, cleaning, like electric, cleaning up my beard. Electric razor in, <laughs> instead of like the, the, the wet shave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't know why I'm talking about my grooming habits. But, um, I don't know if anyone really cares. But yeah, I mean, I do... Uh, what about other parts of other hair parts? Like um, <laughs> here they talk about, you know, back, arms, face, neck, uh, nasal hair especially. Um, are, you, are you particularly, you know, careful about those things? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember going to the, um, you know, just the, the drugstore and the men's section, you know, in the, for conditioners and toiletries and stuff is expanding uh, quite quite hugely so they have all these different new tools now like ha for hair removal you know they have these tweezers for your eyebrows uh, the nasal trimmers uh, yeah so I think men especially are getting <coughs> more serious about their grooming um, you know there's even like men's face cream and conditioners that I have no idea about but I see them a lot now, and they're always advertised everywhere too. Yeah. So I'm just I mean, wondering, do you <laughs> do you care about that stuff as well? Because I don't. Uh, I care about everything, including that, like less and less the older that I get. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, every now and then, yeah, I do do the grooming that needs to be groomed, I guess you would say. But um, Trim your nasal hair, you mean? Just think when it's hanging. Yeah, that... Uh, yeah, ears or something, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, the facial creams and stuff, the only time I went through a period of kind of trying some like different types of facial lotion is I had a girl who just like was super into that stuff. She might have actually been a girlfriend, uh, she might have actually been selling those, um, products before so i was kind of trying some of her products for a while but it was just like it'd take up like extra time getting you sure ready she in was the a morning. girlfriend she just wasn't working at the department store <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to sell you some stuff <laughs> man there's a lot of attractive women that work at those places you know it's not, it's not such a bad idea to go sit down in that chair every now and then and, and yeah. act like you're learning something a little bit pretend pretend they're your girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> you can pretend in your mind practice <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, man, I think like uh, my skin is just a hopeless case. Anyways, you could put whatever expensive product you want on, and still it's gonna get older. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
but yeah, my my wife is you know she's like really into face creams and stuff, and she started to get me to use some of hers. She said like once a week I should put this uh, this kind of green paste on my on my nose, and it gets rid of the the pores or something. So then you brush it with some special brushing device for about a minute. Um, and then just splash water over it, and then it makes your nose or your skin completely smooth. And it's pretty impressive. It is impressive, but you know <laughs> she do, she does this every day. Where really? and she's trying to make she's trying to make me do it at least once a week, and I hate doing it because it's like, what's the point if it's gonna come back anyway? I mean, it's just hiding it temporary tem- temporarily. So uh, so you only yeah. do it every other day. I just do it every other day instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that stuff's expensive as well, so I'm not, I'm not going to uh, start getting into that habit. Anyways, right. so that... Uh, Caring a lot about, about body. body hair. Uh, yeah, just in general, I would guess this is true, as you yeah. were saying, but not maybe specifically related to dating. Mm, I don't know, maybe Japanese men do. Maybe we should find out, ask some of our Japanese friends if they groom themselves when they start dating more. <laughs> I don't know how much time we have left, so I'm just going to kind of jump to maybe the last uh, interesting one on here. Yep, do that. Which was uh, weak ties with family. Uh, So this is basically saying like Japanese people don't have very strong ties to their family for different reasons, including maybe they don't want to burden their uh, parents with having to worry about them and stuff. Or like in Western cultures, there's not like a lot of this pressure from above parents saying, when are you going to get married, have kids and stuff? Actually, I think there is that though in Japan. But, I mean, but what would you think? Do you think uh, family ties are weaker in Japan for significant others? Cause my wife is actually very, very close with their family, but they don't, they're not close in the sense like they know exactly what's going on in their lives. Mm, I, th- I think um, in when it comes to dating, the ties are weaker. So there's less of a <clears throat> chance to meet your, your girlfriend's parents uh, and to hang out with them even, unless you get to a point where you're very serious, even by the time you're married. So, you know, I, I had a friend that she was, dating her her husband now but they've been dating for five years and none of them had met either of each other's parents and it wasn't until they decided to get married that they met the parents for the first time which Hmm. is pretty crazy i think because you know back at home i remember when i had my girlfriends they wanted to meet they wanted me to meet their mum, like you know like two weeks three weeks later and i I thought it was a bit bit much to be honest yeah i kind of like it in japan where they're not too fussed about you know whether you meet their parents or not unless it's like marriage yeah i was kind of thinking back home like how long how well can i get along with my parents or not you know like trying to introduce them and stuff or get their parents opinions of that person so you'd get introduced to their parents and stuff but um i mean yeah just like you said i didn't meet uh any parents ever in japan until it was like possible marriage yeah i mean and and i think in japan usually when you meet the parents it kind of means you are going to get married in a way and there was one girl that i i was dating a while back and she didn't even tell me that we were going to meet her parents she we've been dating for probably about a year and no talk had ever 
come into the conversation about meeting parents or anything or even marriage like nothing like that and then just one day she was oh let's go for a let's go for a drive and uh it's like, okay <laughs> let's go for a drive and then and then i was like, so where are we going and they said oh we're going to my hometown I was like, okay and and where's your hometown and it was like really far away it was like two hours away or something yeah and we're gonna go meet my mom and dad and i was like, oh wow. yeah this was like as we were driving there she's like yeah we're gonna meet my mom and dad and then I met her mum and dad. I met she her like sister. She locks the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, so uh, this is, so shouldn't I like, you know, prepare a, a gift or something like that? But but she was like, no, it's fine. She was she was really cool about it. And I think she, she was a bit different. Like she wasn't expecting, uh, you know, for it to be a big deal. So she didn't say, I think that's probably why she didn't tell me before. Or maybe did, she was just trapping me or something. I don't know. How did it go m- meeting the parents? Yeah, it went really well. Like the the mum was really nice. Um, it's, it's always it's, I always find that the mums always really nice and talkative. Her her dad was really quiet, um, and he didn't. He said like one word to me, but then she said that he's like that with everyone, even even her, even like her and her wife and the kids. They he just sits in front of the TV and drinks. Just sake. give him. He's just. Give me a reason for me to punch this guy. Just <laughs> yeah. give me a reason. <laughs> Just waiting for something to happen. Right. Uh, strangely, though, I've met the parents of, I think, at least the last three girls that I dated. So oh. maybe that meant that it was like possibly going to turn to marriage. Was it early on in the relationship or kind of <clears throat> once it got quite serious? Uh, one, it was because we were like all of a sudden going to take a trip to Thailand, even though we had only been dating for like uh, a few weeks. So she was like, maybe you should meet wow. my parents. Uh, the other one, I met him after a while, like after we've been dating for a year and she, I think was kind of thinking about marriage and I kind of was, but not like she was. And then the last one was my wife and, uh, yeah, I met them, uh, well, we kind of decided we were going to move in together pretty early. So... Uh, if we were going to move in together, she was like, "Yeah, you got to meet my parents." So, so did you, oh, so you met them because you were going to move in together. So it wasn't like uh, you you just wanted she just wanted you to meet them. No, and it was just like a random day. I mean, it wasn't completely random. She was like, "I'm going to have a barbecue at my parents' house, so I got to go to this weekend." I was like, "All right, so we won't meet this weekend." And then all of a sudden, I got a phone call in the middle of the day. <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, so I was talking to everyone here, and uh, yeah, you should come over. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> exactly. So I yeah. went over there. Um, but, I mean, I kind of, uh, there was a possibility that I thought that might happen because we had already talked about moving in and stuff, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, that's yeah. the time when it usually happens, right? Yeah, when things tend to get serious to a point of mm. being serious, yeah. So, overall, so we man. we agree with that one, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. kind of agreed with most of these, yeah. Yeah. Well done, uh, the writer of this article, whoever it is, uh, at tsunagujapan.com. Put a link to that in the yeah. show notes. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, everyone. If you did, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Um, and that would be very much appreciated. Or even leave us a donation, uh, which we'll have a link for in the in the show notes. And we'll catch it next time, everyone. Thank Thanks you. For joining. Goodbye. Bye.
This episode was brought to you by Barefoot Bar. It's a bar located downtown in Sapporo, walking distance from the subway station. Uh, they have a variety of Japanese-made craft bottled beers, a range of whiskies and basic cocktails also available, burgers and pub-style snacks, friendly English and Japanese-speaking staff. Um, yeah, if you're in town, check out Barefoot Bar.